With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and on yeah. the podcast this week, we've got, we'll go this way, Stu Hall. Yeah, hello. Alex Moore. Hello. Ben Husband. Evening. And Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. Away the lads, everybody. We actually beat Newcastle away. No one saw it coming. We won. <laughs> <laughs> we actually won. Uh, we're going to talk about that game, you know, the other game that we lost against Newcastle. We'll kind of, you know, We'll kind of briefly touch on that as well. And we'll talk about Brentford at the weekend as well. Uh, but firstly, as Rich mentioned on the podcast this last week, we are going up for the Best Football Podcast Award, the Football Blogging Awards this year. We won it two years ago on the Judges Awards. So if you like what we do every week, we enjoy the podcast and all the stuff and the crazy gifts we do on Twitter, then please take a minute out of your time to vote for us. There's three ways you can vote for us, which all count separately. Firstly, on Twitter, if you go to our Twitter page, at WWFCFanCast, and on the top of our page, we've pinned a tweet that tells you what to tweet out because there's all different apps and hashtags on there. Uh, you can vote online. Just go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk. Click on Vote Now and type in Wolves Fancast under the Best Football Podcast category. And also the award we won two years ago, the Judges Award. Uh, you can nominate us for that award as well. Again, go on Football Blogging Awards. Go on the Nominate Judges page and fill out the form there. It may ask you to put in a couple of website URLs we would suggest just putting in a couple of best episodes of the fancast you've enjoyed. Card details as well. And card details, yeah. <laughs> well. just made and, yeah. Over and submit them there. So uh, the nominations close on Saturday. This is the first stage to actually get nominated for the podcast. So again, if you listen to this now, while you're listening, just open up a browser on your phone. It takes literally a minute and we would all appreciate it, wouldn't we, gentlemen? Yes, we would. Yeah. If it swings anyone's vote, the last time we won it, I drove and couldn't drink. So if we yeah. can go again, yeah. that will change. Just vote so <laughs> Ben can actually have a drink this <laughs> time. That's the one. You said all that without having a breath. Yeah. That was fantastic. It's Three not like I rehearsed that at all. <laughs> Three, Three weeks, weeks out. He, he's just in a seat, hasn't he? He hasn't done it in a while, just all, steps into a mode. All on my bedroom wall, I've got notes everywhere. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. But yeah, so if you if you enjoy what we do here, we we do a free podcast every single week. We take out you know time to do it just because we all love what we love our club and what we do. So say if you enjoy what we do, then uh, please drop one of those little votes. Those little votes you might even favourite it. Yeah, <laughs> might one of those sweet sweet favourites. <laughs> uh, right, if um, you might have seen on the internet today, some lucky lovely internet people have released the wolf stats for FIFA seventeen. Uh, so, gentlemen, as, as far as I'm aware, no one else has seen these yeah. stats. People it's have a, got an idea of what the stats are, so... Um, it's exclusive. It's, it's not really exclusive. <laughs> it's for us. Yeah, in audio <laughs> form. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, firstly, who do you think is the highest-rated player this version? Is version or game? Yeah. This game? 
Um, and what is that overall stat number for? Is that Wolves? Cavalero 76. Cavalero 76. Stu, what are you going to go for? I was going to say Sace. Sace? 77. Same same as Sace. Ben? I would go Cavalero 78. Cavalero 78. I'm going to go Sace 78. 78. I know. I know we've said this on Twitter, but every time I hear Cavalero... It could be Gladden. It could, be, it could be a big ruse. <laughs> it could be Lonergan. <laughs> Every time I hear Cavalera now, I literally think of that Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, the winner of that one is Sace. Sace? I can never is pronounce C- names. I thought it was Sace. Hang on, we got an angry email about this a couple of weeks ago. Just fill yes. it up. Right, we did get, we'll read out this email. So Sace, uh, we 77, is the top overall one. Second place is, uh, I should know this, Cavalero. We 75. 75. There we go, there we go. Right, so we'll break it down. But before we break it down, the email, which again from a person, Simon, I apologise, I can't pronounce your full name. <laughs> this isn't even worse. That's why I didn't do it a couple of weeks That actually contradicts the whole point of the email. Is, is the Nivervel? I'd just run over it. Not him, not him. Simon. Can you send some of the email to phonetically break down his surname? He's broke down everything else, just... So this was was regarding a podcast a couple of weeks ago saying, hi guys, I'm listening to your Gladden all over podcast and my ears are bleeding. I know it's not important and won't be mentioned often, but Sass's ex-club Angus is pronounced Angus, but like Anjay, or close to... Angus. Angus. Yeah. And his name is pronounced, or Sass is pronounced Sass. So he's... Sass. Sass. Okay. So that's, that's me like failing once again at yeah. pronouncing stuff. Sorry, there when you go. I said Sace, yeah, that was close. I'll say what I like. Sace and it's, it's just going to be called Sace anyway because yeah. no one's going to pay any attention to it whatsoever. <laughs> Roman, Jack, we got his vote. <laughs> we have now. <laughs> you got yourself a mention on him. Right. So, um, who is the highest-rated striker on this? Bear in mind that for some reason on this website it's categorised Jack Price as a striker. Well, well last, last night he was playing attacking midfield. So. He did that um, against Barnsley as well yeah, for like five minutes. Yeah. Last night that was his. He, he, was, he did all right as well. Mm. I would say Dicko. Dicko. Right. He was about seventy-two last year. So, okay. so seventy-two on Dicko. I should make a mark of this one. Not going. What's to. Mason categorised as though? Uh, Mason is categorised as a striker. Hmm. Not a good mm. one. I'm going to go with Bodvarsson. Bodvarsson. Yeah. Uh, Normal boys. Seventy-five. I'd go Bud Varson, 73. 73. Alex? Say Dicko, 72. Yeah, oh yeah, well, you... Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Mason to be left field. Left field. It is Dicko, 71. Ooh. Ooh. Getting closer. Ooh. Yeah, Jack Price is 69 on this. Mm-hmm. It's not nice. bad. Uh, Bud Varson, well. <laughs> 69. Equal with Edwards on 69. And Gladden on 69 as well. <laughs> and Texera on 69. Uh, Mason's 68 so uh, therefore midfielders um, obviously Cavalero is the highest ranked one so who after Cavalero would be the highest ranked midfielder Costa Prince Costa Prince yeah I'd say Prince as Prince well. Ben uh, Costa Costa it's my personal favourite Ole John Ole John <laughs> although I got a message from one of my mates last night during the Newcastle game saying that every time he sees Ole John now all he can think of is the Ole John, and it's ruined Ole John for him. So Ole John's got 74. Wow. Uh, Costa's 70, and Prince is 71. 
Uh, defenders then. Who's the highest ranked defender on FIFA 17? Uh, I offer. I offer. What are we going to go number wise? 70. 70. Alex? I'm sure I've been that high. No. 70 for I offer again? Yeah. Depends if the categorise him as a right back or not. Uh, yes, the categorise as a right back. I'm going to. 50. If, if I offer is categorised as a right back. Um, I would say Danny Barr at 71. Ooh, sneaking in there. I'm going to go. Left field and go Doherty at 69. 69. Okay, well, it's the man who perhaps has got the best hair. What I was about to say there was Silvio, but for some reason the laptop stopped recording, so everyone's missed the whole thing about the goalkeepers. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. Gold. Award winning podcast material, you might say. And my pro ego talk. Yeah. Just saw you. Yeah. He's getting in there. He's getting in there. FIFA. That's why the laptop stopped recording. Yeah. So Silvio was the best height defender, and just for the benefit of the doubt, you'll be surprised to hear Lonergan is the best goalkeeper. That's why it stopped working. Yeah, because it was so <gasps> that Lonergan worked, but uh, hopefully we won't have that problem. Again, the other bit of news I want to do, um, to gentlemen, is former Loney news. I don't know yes. if it's been officially confirmed yet, but Jeremy Healan from Sheffield Wednesday apparently to quit football to concentrate on faith. Not a girl called Faith. No, it's religion. No. <laughs> yeah, he's religion. But... I actually want to be a bit serious now. I think that's quite a bold thing to do, to give up a lucrative career and have the balls to say I'm going to concentrate on this other thing, where he could easily just live off. I mean, there the are other the examples of, of it because I mean, there was um, the old match for day two pundit Gavin Peacock, who then ended up moving to Canada to become a monk, and there was Peter Knowles as well um, in the fifties who played for Wolves. Who was on the verge of an England call up and then um, became a Jehovah's Witness, quit playing Wolves. Um, I, was, I was explaining this to my mate at Sergi yesterday, and um, that it was, there was a clip of it, George Best saying who he, wanted to, who he looked up to and wanted to be like, and it was Peter Knowles. Yeah. Do that kind of thing and say, well, now this is what this is my belief now. Uh, football's not for me. So. It must be the only person that didn't lose faith under Kenny Jack last year. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Someone got it in there. <laughs> So yeah, that's former Lonely News. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing Newcastle then. So I keep looking there because it froze again, but it's it's recording. <clears throat> so on Saturday, it was the result that no one really expected. Probably not even Newcastle fans expected it. Wolves went to St James's Park, got all three points in a 2-0 away victory. An own goal and a Costa goal gave Wolves the win in what was an all-round good Wolves performance. Both Alex and Stu... Little mini round of applause, everyone, because both Alex and Shu. Oh, no, he went to. Thank you. <laughs> no, exactly. Alex and Shu went to, went on Saturday, but also went on Tuesday <laughs> night, which we'll talk briefly about as well. Uh, I, we've all seen the highlights of the ones who weren't dedicated enough to go. Um, but gentlemen, was it was it that Wolves were so good, or were Newcastle really bad? What what how in summary, what was it like? They weren't bad at all. They 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 played really well. They were John Joe Shelby for a, for a period of the game was bossing that mm. bossing that midfield until Stace got into his stride and you could, he was just a class above then. Once he got control of the midfield and put his stamp on the game, there was no getting through him. And it was like, well, that's what Jack Price did for us in League One properly, and some, most of the time in the Championship when he's played that role as well. But Stace is just he's something else. 
And considering he's only played football since May, mm. it looked like he's he's had a pre-season and he's already played about five or six games already. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. That was the difference between Saturday and Tuesday night's disgrace against Barnsley, that he was there and Walter Jackson played well again. Um, and Bod Varson, he just, he just don't stop. And he... He was pulling. He was pulling the defenders away, and I think they underestimated us a little bit. And to be fair to the Newcastle fans, they were excellent about it. They knew, not one of them did they. That not one of them was saying, really. "Yeah, we're going to bat you" and all this kind of thing. Mm. They were all really gracious and saying, "Yeah, good game and good game." And um, it was just one of them things. It was just everything came together in one perfect performance, and that never, that never happens to us. Alex, general just, thoughts first. It just seemed to get. Formation right and the players in the right position as well. I think ringing Borthwick Jackson, Jackson Johnson back into the team as well. I think you, you can't really drop him now because he's just our best left back and we've only got one out left back as well, so that just shows. But um, yeah, we just got everything right. The midfield never, I mean, even Dave Edwards played a good good game as well and he's been quite open about not being good enough this season and he was fantastic. Like, he run down the midfield quite well and kept um, Shelby out most of the game as well. I think that's what with Dave Edwards doing that as well. He had license to do that because Sace was just sitting. He was sitting and holding. So you had Edwards playing his actual his actual game rather than being tethered back. Yeah. I think that, that was one of the big things about it. I mean, even Mason last last night. Yeah. We'll come back into that. Last night you looked at Mason and he was a complete shadow of the player that he has been playing with Bod Varson. It's all about them links between each other. Mm. And with Edwards having Sace behind him, he could actually play well. I mean, when he's been playing next to Cody and <laughs> George Savile. <Sattel. laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting was that? No, I was, was that I tried to censor myself so people <laughs> don't have a go well, again. When he's been sit, playing... He's sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> when he's been playing next to... Got a little machine here just hovering <laughs> my finger over. <laughs> he hasn't been able to play his natural game and Saturday was the first on this season that he has. Yeah. And you are he... he, yeah. he if it weren't for Sace playing that well, he probably would have been man of the match. It was a dream debut for Sace. And obviously his FIFA stats, which we talked about earlier, don't lie, it seems. But is it the case of don't get carried away with this guy because it is just one game? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember when we played Barnsley at home and Dumbia made his home debut. And he was he was great in that game. And I thought, everyone, we've got, the, we've got the IR tour of the championship. And he went downhill <laughs> from there. Not to say that will happen to Sace, but we can't... Get I think that's, that's similar with um, Tashir as well, the yeah, first two games. Tashir was unbelievable, you think, well, what have we got here? And then since then he's just seemed to decline a little bit and then you don't really see, I mean, Saturday and last night as well, you don't really see what, what he offers, he seems very weak on the ball. He seems a little bit unfit as well, so I don't know if he's, but he's pretty much played in every single game. Yeah. He hasn't lasted a full 90 or has he in any yeah. of the games, he drops off after about 55 minutes. So I think he's pretty much played every single game, so maybe fatigued fitting in them but he doesn't really offer anything last night or Saturday either so it's yeah it's like that I'm, I mean I said it now after after the, the Rotherham game that he's technically the best player we've had since Robbie Keane and at that moment he was he was absolutely superb in that first game and then the week after as well and yeah he, he looks he looks knackered mm. and maybe that he is because he, he has played pretty much every game and he's, we've had no choice but to play him he's been this sort was, of played everywhere hasn't he I mean the yeah. first game he was played in centre then he's been shifted out to the wings for a few games and he's quite clearly not a winger. And now he's back into the middle again, so I think... It's hard to tell what his proper position is because when he came in against Rotherham and he played sort of attacking mid, he said he looks great on the ball. 
then he gets shifted out wide, and he did a he did an okay job for me out out wide. And I don't think fit, he's a winger though. But is he's he? not a no. winger. He's like, uh, he's and like then a they deployed part of the front three eight yeah. more than anything else. But then he was deployed a bit deeper as almost a deep line playmaker sort of, and that's he's, not no. his role either. They he's can't not physical enough. You know, I think it would be one of those where. I think Newcastle was a great example where we had actually quite a defensive midfield and you're playing Dave Edwards away from home and that's that's where you want Dave Edwards. You want him being, you know, as part of the team who's an underdog and you want him chasing lost causes. But at home, you probably need someone with a bit more guile like Texera in there just to kind of advance the play a bit more forward. It, it, it reminded me, and I need to go back a bit, it reminded me of Steve Corica a lot on Saturday. Just the way that he's kind of He's obviously got a lot of skill and talent, but he's just like, there's nothing to him. You could blow him and he'll fall over. And when he came, he looked, that was the difference, that he looked like the one who won to take any shit like that. He was just going to stand up and he was mm. wasn't going to get bullied around. And it's just like, it, when everyone else, like Costa, who was superb, has kind of bulked up a bit and got used to things, he's gone the other way. But maybe it's, that's what he was doing when he wasn't playing those opening weeks, because Costa was... Bedded in a lot more, like yeah, a lot maybe. slower than Teixeira. He was thrown straight in. Maybe Teixeira just needs a couple of weeks in the gym, a couple of weeks not playing, not playing football, and we'll see him again. Get those shakes in. Get those. <laughs> get them gains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goals. Let's go over the goals. Own goal. Firstly, we're, we're going to take that, aren't we? <laughs> Obviously, going to take an own goal. You know, they announced it as own goal. They announced it as Dominic Ayorfa. Anything well? Yeah, let's not go down that tangent. <laughs> 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 the nearest was even remotely close. To so this is Silvani Bank like an old FIFA kind of. Because yeah. 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 he came up because we were all looking around and I said to my uncle, "Well, that's an old goal." Yeah. And he went, well, "Are you sure?" I said, "Well, it's it, come it, off, it's, it's, it's like he's come off his shoulder or he's mm. come, I don't know what he was trying to do with it. Well, it's got a big screen as well now. If you have been to Newcastle mm. in the top tier, they've got a big screen on the left hand side. And even come up on there, there's oh, yeah. Dominic Ayorfa. And yeah, in the like... second half, he'd he come up as OG. Yeah. <laughs> just don't say anything. Yeah. You know, just yeah, well, say yeah, nothing and it's no fine. One, no one else says the things like that when, when it's clearly an own goal. Yeah. You don't only get I mean, it, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was clear no, clearly an own goal. It wasn't like it just kind of clipped off his heel and went in. He headed it down. Well, into I, I, I offer put on a Newcastle show. No one's going to guess this, are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, and then Costa, the second goal, really nice goal. Lovely goal. Yeah. Lovely goal. Lovely He's goal. been threatening to do that most games, and as soon as he gets into that position, we've been screaming for years. Or, someone well, to be fair, people. since Sacco left, to as soon as you get a bit of space and you're outside the box, trust your ability and have a go. Yeah. And he's got tons of it. I might be going over the top a bit here, but aside from when we beat Tottenham at White Hart Lane, I'm struggling to think of like a more impressive. Victory away from home that we've had, like a complete, yeah, away a complete yeah. away victory. Because even that was backs to the wall. I can't remember the last time we went to a decent side. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But that was on board. Well, let us know. Pretty much battered us on the usual social media channels. The last complete away performance because, like, yeah, because Spurs after Spurs and Liverpool, I can't think. Not, of... not really including League One because yeah. we was the best yeah, side in the division by a long, by quite a long. And way, the Championship yeah. to an extent. Yeah. Those big many, teams we go. I wasn't expecting this. Villa away as well. We won one 0 Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Villa weren't that bad of a team then as well. I think it was, was it Julio. Yeah, yeah. So they weren't as terrible as they mm-hmm. are now. But it, it did no. take two brilliant saves from Akimi as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's been brushed over a bit. Where the first one, especially, where he he didn't seem that good. So 
that impressive on the highlights, but he changed position. Did he? he changed yeah. direction. Was I that think. who won against Perez? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was. Um, it was like cat-like. You know? yeah. And he, he kind of he was diving yeah, the one way, and he just he just stuck an arm out, and it it was because we was right above it. It was brilliant. Yeah. And then the one with his feet at the other end. Mm. I really hope the keeper made the cat noise. When he's <laughs> I really hope made the cat noise. Is there all goalkeepers yeah. do when they make us out? I know we've just mentioned it before, Bob Arson, good game, just, just lucky not to score. Yeah. Just causes all sorts of problems, and I think he'll do that to every team in this league as well. Maybe he won't, he won't get the goals that we do need, but he'll literally say, cause is, all defence. Is there anyone else who can't win? I, I, I love watching him play, and he gives you everything you want. But you just, uh, Are you scared? He, is anyone else scared he's not going to get as many goals as his effort almost deserves? Because well, uh, he's got the ability to score them. It's yeah. just It might just be that... He had a number of chances on Saturday, which I think maybe he could have scored. But mm. I agree with what you say. I mean, I can't see him getting more than 10 goals this no, season. No. But if you've got three attacking players either behind him or two players it's alongside soft. him, it's not like, it doesn't mean it's not like we've got five defensive midfielders yeah. and then him up top mm. on his own. Yeah. Like goals will come from his running because mm. he'll just run defenders ragged. And that's where you hope people like Cav- Cavalero will come in. If he's yeah. the price tag that he, he yeah. bought him for, you, you, we've got to expect something in the next few weeks from him. And that's where the, the goals start coming from. I mean, the thing with Bob Varsan, I think he, he's going to need one soon because he is he's a strike grab a couple of games. And he's gonna, he can't go like four or five without scoring. Even if he gets goes four or five without scoring and then he does end up with about 10, 10, 15 goals at the end of the season. Like you said, as long as, he's, as long as the team chips in, which is what that formation seems to allow, yeah. then I don't think it's a big problem at all. <laughs> good chat, good chat, good guys. Chat. Good chat. Uh, don't know what else to think about Newcastle now. Apart from the fact we won, <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's oh, enjoyable. The, um, the fact that when we came out of the ground, came out down the stairs, three or four of them came up shaking our hands, saying, "Well, oh, right, okay. best team we've seen here, best fans we've had here for years, even in the Premier League. We've never had fans like this turned up in the masses and sang from start to finish." Um, and you don't expect that. Not going to, going to one of the favourites for the league, getting dicked at home, mm-hmm. then come out and be graceful and say, yeah. "Okay, fair, just hands up, fair play, you're the better team." It's brilliant. I want to ask about Walter Zegner as well because it's been a few games now. He's had some wins, he's had some defeats. He came out with the he, he's good at quotes, isn't he, Walter Zegner? He came out <laughs> with a quote on Saturday on the uh, the post match interview, talking. He said, um, "I removed my initials from his shirt because I wanted everyone to understand that we are part of this club." I've got a theory with Zenga that after the Barnsley result where we lost and obviously everybody was kicking off, because of his checkered managerial past and, and we were a bit mixed about it when he came in, it's only going to take two or three defeats for everyone to completely turn on him. Completely. Well, I, think yeah. that, I think everybody, uh, quite a few did turn him on against Barnsley. Yeah. There were a fair few people questioning him and then I saw the, the Steve Bruce thing through, through yeah. the, the basket as well. I, so. I, I just think that it's... Because of what people are, th- or what what his managerial past is like, people aren't necessarily going to give him the support, you know, in in a bad time. Unless that's just social media. I, yeah, I think but, he needs more results like Saturday mm. to give him a bit a bit more breathing room. Because if Wolves go and win five or six games and then go away to Villa and beat them three 0 and people can see that we're building something, then I think he'll. People start to warm to him, but there's mm. still that scepticism at the minute. But I think it, it is more of a social media thing than anything yeah. else because we, we've had seen it all week, the last two games up there. 
and all away games all season, his name has been chanted from start to finish at every single game. Even after Barnsley, you think, oh, it's going to be a bit... Mm, no one's, but it was from the start, wasn't it? From the start, Zengi, 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 all that. It was from the very start. And I mean, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago that he's got my complete 100% faith mm-hmm. until... You've got to give him until Christmas at the very earliest. Because it, yeah. it worries me that it almost feels like he's constantly on borrowed time. That as soon as you lose a game, right, that Zengaro, look at what he's, he's managed your passes. And it shouldn't be the case. You're going to yeah. go through a bad patch. You're going to lose games. I, I respect what you say there, Stu, but in all fairness, I don't think away fans' support is particularly ever going to wane too much. It's more, it's more the home fans where if that turns poisonous, that infects everything at the club. Because it took a long time for Jacket to lose the away support as well. Um, that didn't happen. I felt like the home crowd lost he lost the home crowd before he lost the away fans and that's sort of the final straw yeah I know, I know what you're saying but it was never even for Kenny Jacket in League One there was never anything like this mm. um, and away from home you're going to get singing all the way through that's just how things are but at home and I think everyone was just pissed off after Barnsley I think there was the only people I, I spoke to two, two people all week who said he might not be as great as we think but I didn't speak to not one person in in person yeah, yeah. who said, "Oh no, no." It was all over. It was all over Twitter and Molly mixing and everywhere else. It was all oh, Zenga, Zenga, the usual. It all seems to be. It's all kind of magnified now. That yeah, from I mean, ten from ten you're going to back ten years ago when none of this happened. When it was mm-hmm. two blokes on WM who ring yeah, in, yeah. whereas now it's two thousand people on Twitter. Yeah. Like. yeah, and then you had a load of ball, and that was it. Now you've got instant. Reactions from everyone, lunatics who haven't probably haven't been to a game for ten years. But that's what, that's part of me. That's what think why Jacket fell down so much is because people turned on him so much on social media. Not to say that perhaps he, he should be here now, but I feel like the the poisonous atmosphere was spurred on by social media. It does. Oh yeah, and from Ben as well. No, I would. But I think there's a, yeah. I, I think there's a danger there sometimes. With I know I don't know we're going too much into non warsive that. It could create in the scenarios that don't, don't want, need to exist. We don't want to fall into the categories of like Leeds or QPR as well, as in a bad few runs, and then you've yeah. we've got the foreign manager side as well. If we lose three, four, five games, and they just think, why aren't we top of the league? Sack him, and yeah. then we'll just get somebody else, and then somebody else in the other. But two, three years time, we've had like eight managers, and you don't want to fall into that sort of thing. So I think we do need to give them to Christmas, and then if we if we're not in the playoffs, we're going for the. I mean, nobody expected us to get promoted this season anyway. So I think if we can push for the playoffs and we're about top ten mm. by Christmas, then let him carry on. But if we're down the dumps, then yeah, I think it's only, it's going to take if we if we like nineteenth, twentieth, or something mm. like that. Then if if that is the case, we're in Christmas. Then you got to think, well, yeah, you got to start thinking about this because we can't be down there, yeah, not that, with what we've spent. That was similar to Solback as well when he got sacked. I know it's embarrassing against Luton. But we were still we were like 12, 13. Yeah, so we, we, were, we said this before. Yeah. We were not relegated. He was not booed that, that game. No. The players were booed. He was applauded off the pitch. Mm. And because you can't sack 20 players, no. he fell on his sword. But was, this whole thing, he's feeling a bit soul back in light again. With not for me. I, I still don't. I with, no, we're not just not with, I don't know, with the amount of players we brought in, how it all seems very different. We've got. Would you say we've got probably a different style of football again? There's a blend of a couple of different cultures within that squad and it's quite clear for a lot of people to see from the outside. Um, it, I don't know, it's just whether the players who look like they're more Mendes signings or have got an influence from him 
how they settle and how that works as opposed to the squad that's already there because the old players are still the majority. We might have got in 12 new players or whatever it is, but yeah. the majority the majority of that squad or permanent members of that squad are still from an old regime. And you saw with Jack, it, it took us a year and a half until Jackie got over to kind of completely flush out everyone I mean, who was part of the old regime. League one, we never hit the ground running and started no. steamrolling teams. I mean, I do still have my doubts over Zenga, yeah. um, both long and short term yeah, you, in terms you, you, of his managerial style. But to, 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 to say he should be leaving and saying, not sure he's a right for a job because he lost two and drew one in, for la- in his last three games, it's, it's, it's horribly short termism and that's going to get us nowhere. Yeah, I think... The way he is, the way outspoken he is, and the fact that he, he doesn't hide and that he puts himself out there, there is the danger if all this is just in a kind of it's all concentrated chaos. Yeah. It, and if this is gonna if they're gonna stop like someone said on, I think they said it on the Ramble this week about Barry Fry. Yeah. That, yeah. That it, you can only bollock people for so long before they start ignoring you. Mm. And if that is his style, then it is that would explain why he's you know last six months of places, but mm. Like he said himself, that he's on it, he's, his record, he doesn't say when he, he wasn't paid for half a year for three different mm. clubs and things mm. like that. So you, you just don't know what he's like behind the scenes because fans it's, are not allowed there anymore. Uh, so it's all it's all too new to be even talking about that for me. People yeah. talk a lot about him being sort of a, a manager from abroad and you know how they've never worked at Wolves while the one that we have had. But in terms of foreign managers, you couldn't really get a manager with such an English style. Because he rates mm. passion as yeah. much as anything else, which is the typical English That's quality that everyone is after. But English, what do English fans like more than anything else? They'd rather see someone run twenty yards and win a fifty-fifty than they would. Well, we were talking, play so, we were 15 talking to, three to Newcastle fans, and they were saying we could lose five 0 but if you show passion and you show desire and fight in the team, that's as good enough as a win for us. And I think that shows most English fans' momentum. Yeah. If you show passion and fight and you want to win. And yeah, but like at Barnsley, when the first goal went in, and that all our players just went heads down, like heads gone, Stephen Fletcher sort of thing, and they just gave up. <laughs> but then the fa- then the fans will turn against you. Well, the, the six 0 against Southampton when they still got applauded off because they yeah. were still running yeah. round loads. Well, well, that, been, that was weird. That was though because we we had more chances. They just scored every single time they went forward, didn't they? Yeah. That was a strange game. One that I'll never figure out. No, ever again. Well, let's go back onto positive. All in all, Newcastle we got three points in the league against a team who had just previously won 6-0. No one expected it. That's what we like. That's what we really like. Three <laughs> points. down again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, someone, I don't know, sing a song. <laughs> we can't sing that song. Which song can't we sing? That's the way we like it. We like it, we like it. Oh yeah, Alex is going to sing the song. Oh yeah, I'm sure you were nominated on Twitter. You were nominated on Twitter to sing the was it the say song the say song. (laughs) I'm just going to let you down even more. I've not watched Alan Partridge either. Oh no 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 no! Netflix and everything. We literally no excuse. What did we agree on last night? That I even got it on Netflix. I don't want to know what you agree. I got it on my phone to check that the Bond episode was on Netflix. I went look here you go because we were going to oh. We could have watched it as well because I had three gig days and not oh, two. So big. just watch Alan Partridge, Alex. <laughs> yeah. By the next podcast. I'm on next week. 
By next week, yeah. three episodes. Three oh, episodes. No, what? One's, one's hard enough. It's 20, it's 20 it? minutes an episode. <laughs> you know, we could, do, we could do, get a, a fancast TV special and just film him watching yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Alex reacts to Bargeridge. <laughs> we'll, we'll get her in to video it. Yeah. It'll be great. Outside the North Bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex has to watch... Alex has to go and watch the game, but not actually watch the game. So watch Alan Park. You're allowed to come into the stadium once you've watched it. <laughs> so by next week, Alex, will you have watched an episode of Alan Partridge? Yeah. Um, rather on Twitter, will you come back on the podcast and report your findings? <laughs> yeah. Good. Is it the Bond episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the Bond episode? It's going to be the Bond episode. Good. Good. Do you want to pinky promise? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Go on, it's not an oh, audio. Feature. Oh, <laughs> there is a promise. <laughs> it's the feature I want to be waiting for. Alex will be watching an episode yeah. of Alan Partridge or Consequence. I don't Can we even have a consequence? A shake of a fist. <laughs> 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 right, let's briefly go on to last night then, the one that we've not really bothered about. Out of the um, EFL Cup. Uh, yeah. Lost 2 0 to Newcastle, one on aggregate, of course. Uh, it was a changed team, which we all knew was coming. What would you say about last night's game? Was it just that they they got Lonergan two... is not a goalkeeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got two goals. They won, and that was it. I, was there... was, I mean, the, the lineup was awful, really. Yeah. You think you wouldn't really pick the defence, maybe attacking wise, you wouldn't really pick any of them over the, the other players you've got, especially the midfield three as well. And then we started off quite decently. I mean, everybody was saying we quite started off quite well. He had a few chances. Wallace pretty much missed a city. He should really score that, to be honest. And then they scored, what, two goals in a minute? And then you just... We he was, was never, dead. Yeah, we were never going to come back from that, ever. We never looked like challenging them at all. And then, yeah, pretty much after they scored and the second goal was unbelievable. And then we just never really looked like challenging them again. But it, it was a complete... It was the, almost a complete opposite. Mm. As, soon as, they, as soon as they scored, the game was over. It was done. I mean, the back four was superb. Fair play. Silvio's debut. Silvio played really again, well. Played really he, well. Mm, he um, was sort of the thing with Costa at the start. They come in, played really well. But he was getting, he was getting everything kicked out of him. No, he was getting kicked from the air. Yeah. Like he was getting some harsh challenges. And then he sort of backed off towards the end of the game as well. So you know, there was sort of beating him one on one and he was getting took on. So I think he just sort of took a step back sort of thing, which is understandable mm. if people try to... And you you could see that he was I mean with his injury record as well that he he played well and he was getting destroyed and the ref was letting them do it I mean they, they weren't doing anything within outside of the boundaries of the rules yeah they were being physical with him but he was just like he'd had enough at the end and he could Cody probably should have slipped back there and put someone else in in midfield but that midfield was it's on it's on a, well it's the same personnel so we all know what what that was like. Savile was pathetic. He was just pathetic. There's no, oh, not even trying to hide how bad he was. Yeah. He, he didn't do anything. Even Cody was steady. He was, he did what he, he what he does. But he's now, he's not got a physical presence about him. He doesn't protect the back four. But we weren't playing like that last night. Mm. It was more of a, it was more of a four four one one than anything else. It was weird. But then, Savile, he was, he didn't track. He didn't tackle. He didn't run. He didn't pass. He didn't do anything. So he just literally he stood. Just literally stood there, <laughs> pissing about. I mean, he, he lost his man for the um, for the first goal. He, he could have, even if he put his foot in and we'd conceded a penalty, 
Fair enough. At least you've had a go. Mm. No, they swanned her past you like some kind of fucking swan. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Swanned like a swan. <laughs> yeah. it, it was that old saying. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, yeah, I, just, sure I can't. Yeah. I'm gonna explain how bad he was. But Wallace looks like he needs a loan. Yeah, he um, had that one-on-one chance to get another one. Yeah, I think Wallace is. He's fell into the same category as Burn. He's, he's been given his chances now and then. So also the same one. He needs a chance. Needs a chance. But how many chances can I play off? I know he. He was. He only came in sort of last season and he, he started injured, then he went on loan and then he got injured again. So realistically, this is his first season. Do you think he's someone who's just not quite good enough for the Championship and that we got him from League... He was one of the standout two. players in League 2. He came to us and he, yeah, he had injuries and stuff and he went to Millwall, did well there, then kind of did okay on the patches that he was in the team. Is he that he's just someone who is still at a stage where he is just a very good League One player rather than well what we need him to be which is I a think very good championship he's, he's a very good League One player probably do a decent job lower championship mm. but he's got he's got the the potential yeah. the potential's there and he's, he's shown it in patches like a, he probably just needs a loan and he, I mean, he's still only what 22 23 he's not very old I mean, the way I see it is that our first choice right winger is probably Costa at the moment yeah Without a shadow of a doubt. You know, then you'd probably place on like mate, or you say right winger, whatever you want, top of a three or three behind a one, however we're doing it. You're going to have Costa, then you're probably going to have Mason as your second choice, it feels like at the moment. So then you'd either switch it around and have Cavaliero, or you'd have Wallace. So he's essentially third or fourth choice for the mm. spot in a team. You won't have there. Yeah. Or Ola John. Ola John. Ola John. Ola John. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the job. You can see that hatred out of his eyes when he said that. The first time he was brought up, and you can see his blood boiling. Yeah. But yeah, he came on and he was pretty much electric when he came on. He was really trying hard, but mm. at that point, the game had gone and died. But he showed potential and he, he showed that he can cause trouble in this, yeah, he, in this he's, league. He's dangerous. And they did the same thing to him as well. They just they were just pushing the limits of what they could get away with. And it, same thing, he hasn't really had a pre season properly yet. He's not going to push himself. He was trying. The rest of them weren't trying. Mm. So even if he got to the bottom, even if he'd had it, got in a decent position, there's no one in the middle anyway. Because Gladden was... Gladden... I was going to ask you about Gladden. Gladden looked like when Alan, when um, Gavin Lineker shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> how, did he, how did he run? He actually yeah, looked he like did, he had points. Because he, he was looking and he said, how, what's it, how, is, how is he running? What's he remind you of? And I went, it looks like he's shit himself. <laughs> and it's funny. And like, you know when, when they said about Evans Blake running like he got a duck arse? That, yeah. that saying. He does look like he's got something in his underwear that shouldn't be there. Like they now speak Jura for the operation. <laughs> never seen that film. What? Oh, I've seen that film. Oh, I've never seen it. Either one. It's the two. Yeah. Don't watch two. Never, watch, number never one. watched either. Two. No, the spoilers for the end of the first one. Then, but, um, so Ben's going to watch Adrian Chaw. <laughs> Yeah, but I thought it's still it's unfair to judge him because he's not Bod Varson mm. and he's not even remotely that type of player. Just because he's tall and foreign, he's not. He doesn't run around. He's a target man, and that is what he is. I mean, he, he said himself, "I'm good in the air." Yeah, and then so we've got to play to his strengths, and it's not. I don't really see. Him, we need a target man up front like a Bod Varson. Yeah, my like problem is sort of he might as well. He might describe himself as a target man, but. Bod Larson's not that kind of player, and he's a better target man than Bod Larson. But he's the thing is, he, if he 
if he stood there and didn't do anything and we got crossed in the book in the box and he still yeah, messed chance. it he messed it up then fair enough him himself saying that that's what he is you can see that that's what he is because mm. he can't move he's a, he's a poacher He's a bit like he's a penalty box. So will he work better with genuine out and out wingers? Mm. Probably. That's. I mean, he might work better with Bodvarsson next to him. Yeah. So he's got the time to do a bit of running. Yeah. Because well, he's not. He can't be too far away now, surely, with a dicko return. No. Exactly. I mean, you, you what think a day that will be. Then what a day. It's like Saturday. I mean, or then I think or Tuesday. <laughs> I think I think just because that I thought spoke to Zenga. That is a powerful signal. <laughs> Zenga, it's your boy Rich. Yeah. Lay it on me. When's Dicko coming back? <laughs> well, just do that. Say, oh, I saw, I saw you in, I saw you in Yates's. He's like, oh, I want to talk to you, Rich. <laughs> Should we, we talk about the club? Yeah, basically we got off the coach. Oh no, this is this is Tuesday. We got off the coach, and there's one pub opposite the ground, and it was one of those. Football pubs where it only sold Foster's, John Smith's, and um, Newcastle Brown. No, it wasn't Newcastle Brown. It was, what was it called? It was something else. It I was going to say, she's actually wearing um, a Newcastle Brown t shirt tonight. Did you wear that in homage for the last No, I, I, just, games, I, I didn't just, realise it. It's New, New Exhibition. Newcastle Exhibition. Yeah, so that's all I sold. for the North East. Yeah. And it was pretty much black. Yeah, it was Anyway, okay. It's alright. And then uh, two, two people we know said, so come to uh, Sam Jack's, which okay. is like. A sports bar, but he's pretty much he's quite friendly there. I mean, we had a he had literally a luminous green trainers on and the away shirt. On. <laughs> <laughs> so it, there was all right, with, and then yeah, it's there. But it, the fact that it was a sports bar with strippers, <laughs> the ultimate combination. Yeah. <laughs> and it the could one, you get more masculine? It was, but it, it was like <laughs> it was from the outside. I mean, you, we walked past Tiger Tiger and all these places that, mm. on Geordie Shore that are, I didn't believe were real. And we got we walked in and it looked from the outside. I thought they don't notice him here. We mean we looking like I did, and then in with his jacket on and everything. And we walked in and it was it, it was proper like club club tunes and things. Oh, this is all a bit strange. You couldn't hear yourself. No, nah, it was. I mean, we were standing next to a speaker yeah. as well, which was one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Andy Barrett. Oh yeah, Andy Barrett who lost <laughs> tried to get hundred quid out, then realised that he was being charged to get the money out by the cash machine, and he only had. What was it? Un, un, 100, 100 pounds pound exactly in there and he couldn't pay the one pound extra to get his card. <laughs> and then lost his card. <laughs> lost his bank card in Newcastle somehow. So his mate had to give him money. Yeah. Yeah, we, the, we was in this club for what? About, about an hour? It was a good hour. We, saw, we saw three people like projectile vomit everywhere. Within, within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, this, is, this is a Tuesday afternoon for a League Cup game. <laughs> I mean, God knows what it's like on Saturday. I mean, it was because the guy was. I mean, the, the, like, the compare was like a kind of low rent chubby brown, and he, he was saying some kind of inappropriate things, but it was yeah. funny at the time. And then the, the, the girls came up and did the dance, and I never seen anyone so uncomfortable in one place as he was when he was <laughs> seen, standing there not having a drink all day. He's standing there like a little boy lost. He got ID'd as well. Oh, oh I had a shave. I deserve forfeit. Treat myself. But that was the highlight of the whole day. That place. We recommend if we get them in the FA Cup, going there again. I think we need to do yeah. a series where you two just go on away trips together. Well, it's, like, it's again, now. like a Steve Coogan program. Did any of you watch uh, the trip? It's good, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we should do like a little feature on that where you just <laughs> go to like weird strip clubs before going to watch football. Yeah, because Barrett said, "Oh yeah, we're in this place. We walk through Chinatown, around the old city wall, and everything." Mm. And you never in a million years, if you don't know about it, you. Walk in, and then he was only saying, "Oh, let's get the girls on." And you look up, and then there's these one after the other. 
There's two. The one with really loads of tattoos, well, my kind of thing, but the other one was impressive. <laughs> it, it, this honest, is going to take a week. Honest, to he was absolutely <laughs> loving it. I'm, I've never seen this <laughs> Dave, wrestle it back. Wrestle <laughs> it back. <laughs> so basically, what we learned about the defeat to Newcastle was that we lost. No one's really bothered, and there's this place you can go to called. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. If you fancy being Don't a sports bar, I said to the guy that I'll give him a shout. Yeah. Didn't he? But yeah, it, it was. If it you was fancy a... vomit, strippers, <laughs> and a bit of fo- a bit and of Fosters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fosters was like three quid a pint and all. Which wasn't well too bad for a place like that. But they even had they had a, what was being relatively sensible about it. They had a kind of a comparison thing between Wolverhampton and Newcastle. Right. And he was like they would put the, the Newcastle Monument up. Then they put the moth up. Yes. <laughs> and he said, "Does anyone in here know what the, what this stands for?" Like, obviously, no one knew. And it, yeah, man on the horse. Inventive. <laughs> and just carried on. And obviously, they'd all heard it on the Saturday before, and he said he even said that himself. He thought, "Well, I've never been to an away place anywhere in the country where you've had somewhere like that that's actually gone out of the way to kind of welcome away fans." Yeah. And he just went the whole thing about how great Newcastle fans are. It was just ruined by then Chavs at the end of the game last night, or kicking off. Yeah, I saw that. It was just kids. That's all it was. Yeah. It was there's just a, kids. There's pretty much a Tesco opposite the away end, and you saw them all. Bel- I mean, they were what, 10, 12? Yeah, there was. There was no one older than yeah. thirteen. And they literally bombed into this Tesco. Egg for coaches. Well, they're hard. Yeah. <laughs> hard boiled eggs. Oh. Oh. Cracking joke, Dave. <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah. Oh. Good jokes, guys. Good jokes. <laughs> okay, so the weekend then. We've got Brentford at home. Brentford, I believe, won final at the weekend. Is that right, gentlemen? Good. Lots of goals. Taking on the bees at the weekend. Uh, what team, what wolf selection would you make for Saturday's game? Three o'clock kickoff. A classic Saturday, three o'clock. Probably have the same team you started on Saturday, I think. Yep. Um, no change whatsoever. Same team as Saturday. Yeah. The only one would be to share for Caballero, but yeah. I would probably challenge to share for Caballero. Yeah. But that's it, the only thing I can if I'm poking holes in it. Um, but as we know, we'll probably make nine challenges for Saturday. <laughs> we'll get beat three 0 and they'll get sucked. <laughs> but it, it it did work with him coming on. He seems to have more of it at the minute, more of an impact coming on on the bench. Uh, um, just, I think it's just adapting to English football for him. Um, because like we said, Tisha has been here longer, even though he does need a break. Saying all that, it's still give him a, give him the, the first half at least because it, it worked on Saturday. You, you know, we found something that actually works. That we actually look settled. We actually look, players near their position and they near the, their actual job. So that that being the only change, you could switch the side. Which just, I mean, Costa can go on the left as well. Um, and Cavallero can go on the road. We French, saw that French on football is a bit more similar to English than Portuguese, mm. so I don't think he'll take it's as a, long to yeah, settle. It's, it's more physical and quicker. Yeah, um, but that plays with Cesar's style of play as well, doesn't it? Own a bit more. He's quite robust and stuff, so yeah. hopefully he can just drop in straight away. But that would be my only change. Yeah. Even even that's just. Just for the sake of it. It's tweaking, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He scored for the under-23s midweek. Do we think this weekend we may see the reintroduction of Dicko in from the bench or do you think it's going to maybe be Wigan or a game afterwards? I wouldn't rush him. I think we've missed a trick. We could, I mean, I know the loan the loan things sort of changed there, but I'm sure you can loan him out until January. But we have with James Emery. I think we've pretty much missed a, a trick with him. I mean, even loaning him out to the League One, so just to get him playing... 
bit more regular football. Mm. And then when he does come in, he's far in back and all cylinders. Oh, I think there's a chance he'll make the bench on Saturday. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And I just think it's the one area where we're kind of lacking good options at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I just think even the presence of having a dicker on the bench, it will hopefully make sort of Bod Varson sort of up his game that extra bit more and think, actually, we've got someone on here who can get goals at this level. And can you imagine a reaction? When he finally returns at Molyneux, it's going to be. Would it be better than the Akimi one from last season when Akimi came on? Do you remember well, that? Probably. I mean, that, that was silly though. I mean, at the time, yeah. it was, Emmy had done nothing wrong there. Yeah, you were a big Unapologetically, I love the bloke. Is he still at Arsenal? Yeah. He was fantastic at home to QPR. Yeah. He was. He made three mistakes. They were, More which were three goals. Yeah. <laughs> in all fairness, <laughs> that was three goals. He made three mistakes and two in the same game. But Ikimi made a lot more yeah. last season. And it was never reversed. But it doesn't matter. Um, but no, with, with Dicko, it's, we were robbed of him. Mm. And it, it robbed him of a season of football. It was just one of them things. He won like he was dropped like Ikimi was. So I, th- I think he'll give everyone a lift as well. Because mm. a lot of people are still... I've got that Barnsley game in the back of their mind thinking do we want to go through this again even after Newcastle yeah. last week if he is on the bench it'll give everyone a massive lift yeah. and you can't play Glenn against Brentford mm. he just won't work is it I presume I mean I ain't seen a lot of them um, but the way they play you can't just have a target man. Mm. you're going to have to be you're going to have to put yourself out a bit do you think Bod Varson need to get a goal the weekend he hasn't scored since Birmingham Birmingham yeah. he's only scored twice this season yeah yeah, um, but as we can't no lose, yeah. as long as other people are getting the goals, it doesn't. I mean, the really goals matter. The one. Everybody can score. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody can score. Yeah. Either, either on Saturday or on Tuesday in a tour with Wigan. No. Yeah. Best night out the world still better. It is. Well, I'm so gutted it's a Tuesday. Oh. I was really tempted to put Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off work and go. <laughs> And have the greatest night out. Yeah, I was gonna. Well, I we think even Monday off as well. No, we was gonna do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and go down on the Saturday, okay. and then go straight through. Because <laughs> it is the greatest place on earth. They're going to Sam Jackson, aren't they? I don't. They've got everything. <laughs> oh, Wigan. So, yeah. So Brentford on Saturday, gentlemen. It's uh, a couple of days away. So let's do our predictions then. What's you got telling you right now for Wolves v Brentford, Rich? Um, Jing, I have no idea. It. Wolves at the moment it can either be like 5 nil us, 5 nil them, um, but I'm going to plump for 2 nil Wolves. 2 nil Wolves. Ben? Uh, 3 1 Wolves. Ooh, Alex? He's going to tinker. 2 1 Brentford. Ooh. Ooh, he's the tinker That's, man. That is my fear as well. That yeah. he, he, if he'll be able to help himself. Um, if not, if not, if he gives a, set, a settled side, I think it could be, some, it could be a goal fest, like 3 yeah. 2, something like that. Well, I'll go 3 2. 3 2. I'm going to have 2 1 Wolves. I think positive the, the fact that he's tinkered last night means he can still get yeah. his tinkering in <laughs> and still have no changes. He can still play that card. Yeah, he can still tinker. He's still have no changes, yeah. Uh, so before we finish, we'll just do a very quick uh, Twitter corner where you send us your question, Wolves or non Wolves related, and we'll answer them. Paul Guest, favourite Spielberg movie? Alex. <laughs> Come back to me. God, like it's a question. It is. Jurassic we, Park. Yes. Oh, sorry, yeah. Jurassic Park, obviously. Are we counting Indiana Jones as a Spielberg movie? Yes, because he directed it. Then Indiana Jones. 
Oh, wrong oh, answer. It's no. <sighs> not fair. I have to say Jurassic Park though. It's my Stu, favorite Spielberg movie. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Alex. I was say Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say Jurassic Park because you couldn't think of a Spielberg? <laughs> no, I was going to say Jurassic Park. I was going to say Jurassic Park. Okay. It's, Jurassic it's Park. the one that you can you can watch over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So in the in the fact that the way the Die Hard's my favourite movie of all time for that reason. Bridget Jones. I've never seen it even. Never seen them. No. Oh, Bridget yeah. Jones one's fantastic. Is that Steven Spielberg? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Are we classing Bridget Jones as our appropriate trick flick films? That we had a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. yeah. Girl yeah. films that are suitable I would say to watch. So. I would put that in there. Yeah, why not? Marley, why not? Marley and me. That's just oh, too, that's sad, that is. Yeah. I've cried at that. You've just, yeah, just admitted <laughs> that. Uh, uh, AJ Smith says he's running the Berlin Marathon on Sunday. Can he break the four hour mark? Yeah, why not? Do it. Uh, good, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> listen to a fan cast while you, listen to this week's show while you're running it yeah. you can, and finally Adam Jones says how do you pronounce Sace Aegis Gone what that's the question <laughs> how do you pronounce Sace Aegis Gone I think he's trying to go for a tongue oh, twister are you saying Sace Sace Aegis Gone oh I thought you were saying how do you pronounce Sace comma a, like A to Z but yeah. A to Scone so, no yeah. no it's literally it made up a new language yeah. <laughs> I was going to just go Scone no it's literally how do you pronounce cease or cease, cease, a to scone? Is it like a tongue twister? Like cease, a to scone. Cease, a to scone. Cease, a to scone. scone. Have you eaten a scone yet? No. Oh, come on. Still not. So, um, we all terrible at homework. This is boring. <laughs> I don't think I've ever ate one either, though. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. You've never had clotted cream with jam and scone? No, I don't think I have. Do you go clotted cream then jam or jam and clotted cream? I say so clotted cream then jam. Yeah. Is that for Devonshire way or the... What do you do a different way? No, but there's two ways. Yeah, do you do it? There's Devonshire and Cornish, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, and basically it's where where you put the jam first or the cream first. I oh, know. I think I'd. It's just like Wall's food territory when we had the this, cheese and beans or beans and cheese. Yeah. Okay. Remember that one? It's always beans and <laughs> cheese. Beans and cheese. Beans and cheese. Yeah. That's the... Whoever does cheese and beans is no. No, my, my, my girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. My girlfriend does cheese and beans. But she's a pervert, so. Yeah. Okay. And on that note, and on that note, that's what we've got time for, for uh, this week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us all week on social media. Just type in Wolves Fancast, you'll probably find us there. And we're back next week to look back at the games against Brentford and Wigan. But for this week, it's bye from Rich. Don't forget to vote in the Football Blogging Awards. And goodbye. Exactly. Bye from Ben. Go to Wigan. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Bye from Alex. Bye. Nothing else to add? Yeah, get to Sam Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> Stu. Sam Jacks for life. <laughs> bye. And it's bye from me. See you next time. When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is. 
But the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69. From any size frozen drink, like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry, to a new ice-cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.